Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark here today with Max O'Brien. It's day 1,591 since we came back on the air. Any news from you, Max? Yes, actually. Agnes just took delivery of a new batch of books. Evidently, the word is getting out that anybody who doesn't want to carry books around with them can bring them here and they'll get a good home. She's thrilled and is getting back to her idea of starting a separate library in addition to the campus library, which, let's face it, is mostly nonfiction and academic stuff. That's exciting. I know she had a bit of a hard time with it when she had to send that last batch of books off to that community that was going to be focusing on helping younger survivors who lost their parents. She knew it was the right thing to do, but she still hated to see those books go. Yeah, it's good to see her with that huge smile on her face. And I have one on my face, too. Why? Because of the books? Yes, but more indirectly. One of the books in the collection talked about a thing called the High Frequency Active Oral Research Program, or HARP. Ever heard of it? Yes, it's... Well, I guess at this point it was a research program designed to study the ionosphere. I can't imagine they're still running it during the zombie apocalypse... It drew a ton of power. Yeah, the book said that. Although it also said they had their own on-site generators, so it's hard to tell exactly how much. I'm hoping there'll be more books in the batch Agnes is looking through on the subject. It's really exciting. Why is it so exciting? It was high-level research. I can't imagine what good it would do for us here in the zombie apocalypse. Unless you were thinking of trying to acquire the generators, in which case I'd get that notion right out of your head. I'm sure they were huge. And they're all the way up in Alaska. And that assumes that nobody else went and got them already. We're going to have to keep making do with what we've got. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with the generators. It's a new theory I'm working on. Oh, for... Max, you know I don't like it when you spring stuff like this on me on the air. It feels like an ambush. Well, I hadn't intended to bring it up today, but you did ask what I was so happy about. You're right. I'll be sure not to do that next time. Come on, Max. What could Harp possibly have to do with zombies? I don't know yet. That's why I'm still working on it. But my preliminary ideas are that the high-frequency waves they were using somehow scrambled the brains of some unsuspecting people. Can you imagine the idea that maybe the first zombies weren't actually dead? That they were living people who were infected with the parasite, but that it wasn't affecting them until they got hit with a very low-frequency wave, or even an extremely low-frequency wave, and it interacts with their brain waves, and suddenly they have a craving for people, and the parasite gets transmitted, and boom, the life cycle has begun. I can't believe I'm about to say this, given our long history together, but that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Really? Even stupider than... Yes, whatever you're about to say, yes, this is stupider. I'm not even going to try to explain to you why it's so stupid, because I have to confess that I don't know enough about how HARP works to be able to do it justice. I just know that that's not possible. That's not what happened. And I wish you could find it in your heart to just stop it with these ridiculous theories of yours. Besides, the harp had enough trouble with conspiracy theorists without you trying to blame zombies on them, too. Wait. There were already conspiracy theories about the harp? Yes. Some people thought it could control the weather, which it can't. Some people thought it could control people's thoughts, 
which it can't. Some people even thought it could create chemtrails, which not only can it not do that, but chemtrails aren't even a thing in the first place. Oh, I didn't realize there were already those kinds of theories about it. Hmm. Maybe it's not as exciting to me after all, then. What? Just like that? What, do you people have territory or something? No, no, I just pride myself on originality, that's all. Anything else before we wrap it up for today? Listeners, if anyone in the area has any aspirin, ibuprofen, acetaminophen, or really any other kind of painkiller, I would trade heavily for those items. Cool. That it? Ready to sign off? You have no idea. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Dr. Rosalind Clark and Max O'Brien. Take care of each other.